Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. This is, I guess, uh, our first um, our first Mother's Day that we can actually really gather, if we wish, over the last couple of years, right? I think so. Do, were we able to do were, were the lockdowns lifted last Mother's Day? I can't uh, remember now. I can't remember. I think I think we were allowed to were we allowed to gather outside, yeah. I think that was it. Drove by your mom's place, throw our fruitcake through the window. <laughs> Here you go, Ma. <laughs> but uh, this this year you can actually uh, get together and, and do something nice for mine. You've had a couple of years now off, so you got to get back at it. Whatever you do, do something. Uh, just, to, you know, even listen, even acknowledging the day. Sometimes moms just want that acknowledgement. Actually, a bunch of moms were asked um, about Mother's Day, and many of them say, listen, you know, I just really like a nap. I just really like to to have a nap. And we always joke about dads saying, just leave me alone. But, you know, it is the same for moms, too. Uh, And even if you do something, you know, she'd like a meal cooked for her. And so she doesn't have to clean up. Right, yes. You know, this type of thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah, just just make her life easy that day. Don't pick a fight with her. Try, try not to. Try, yeah. try to hold back the fights, too. Now, do you um, do you acknowledge your mother-in-law on on this Mother's Day? Yes. You do, eh? Yes. Hmm. You don't? <laughs> not my ma. No. <laughs> <laughs> you always say that on Father's Day. I say to Maria, what are you doing for me on Father's Day? She goes, no, you're not my father. Right. And I say, but I'm your daddy. Oh. <laughs> My goodness. Oh, we love that joke. Yes. We love that joke. Oh, that's good. So, like, do you, will you get your mother-in-law, like, flowers or something? Or uh, I won't go out specifically and do that. I mean, Adrian will. We'll, we'll go over and visit. <laughs> I, will, I won't avoid visiting her on Mother's <laughs> oh, Day because she's not my mom. You'll actually make take some time for her? <laughs> ah, you go see your mom. It's your mom. You mm-hmm. go. I'm going to the range. Yeah, because, you, well, you've got both. You know, your mom and, and, uh, yeah. and now with We'll make Adrian's, the rounds. You will, like, yeah, because they live in the area now, whereas before you could get out of it because they were in Oakville. Yes. Oh, it's a drive. It's a, it's a long, yeah. <laughs> and I think we would go and do that, too. Or, yeah. no, she would be away, I think, at mother, most mothers. Oh, okay. Day. Now we're on the hook. Yeah, you got no choice now. Well, whatever you do. Look, even if your mother isn't the greatest mom, even if she put in like a base right. element of, of effort. Then you've got, you've got to put a base effort. Back. Yeah, I mean, even a base is, is, you know, it's a lot still. Acknowledgement of the day is yeah. at least key. Now, here's something you don't you want to get out of your head uh, before Mother's Day. Right. Um, we're going to put it in there. You just got to get it out. Women over 40 spend a quarter of their day thinking about sex. What? Yes. Women we know? Well, not my wife. No. <laughs> no women we know. Uh, women between the ages of 40 and 60 are, are basically like uh, teenagers again. They spend uh, a lot of time thinking about sex. And when asked, these women say the most sexual satisfying decade of their lives uh, was in their 30s. Okay. So... When your mother seems lost and staring off into space, it's not because she's trying to figure out what type of potato salad to make. She wants a salad. <laughs> With extra cucumber. And then toss. <laughs> um, and then these women were also asked, okay, well, if you were at the height of your loving uh, in the 30s, what was your favorite position? Oh. Missionary first. Okay. I've, I've always said, lights out missionary. <laughs> That's right. 
Lights out missionary. That's in our wedding vows. <laughs> Maria had that, that would have been an interesting one to the church. Yeah. yeah. I, I promise to always turn the lights out. <laughs> you don't want to have to see this up close. The priest thought you were talking about going on a mission. <laughs> oh, you're going to join the church. Oh, that's great. You're great. Um, and then followed by Doggy. Okay. And then the cowgirl. <laughs> and then the reverse cowgirl. I don't know what any of that is. Yeah, it's, it's people are Googling. Yeah. We, we you do know the, there's more than one? <laughs> we do the carpet at our place. <laughs> Lie there and do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, spooning. Now, is, is spooning a position? I thought that's what you do after when you're trying to act like you care. Right. Well, I, I guess, you know, if you're... Uh, if you're if you are spooning and still got the bits in, in action, then mm. then that works into a position. So you want to do something really nice for your mom this Mother's Day? Get her some chaps. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday is Mother's Day. If you haven't pulled it together yet for your ma, then shame on you. Right? You got plan lucky for your ma. Uh, we're doing that well because the weather's supposed to be so nice. Have a nice, uh, nice little get together at a meal. Oh, very good. The flowers and stuff. Very nice. Uh huh. What are the boys doing for their mom? Or have they figured I, it out yet? I gave them the talk yesterday. <laughs> the gentle reminder. Christian says he's got it covered. They're doing something in class. Oh, nice. Evan said uh, he thinks they're doing something in class today. <laughs> so great. If not, reminders have been launched toward them. You know, it won't end anytime soon. My boys are 28 and 23, and about midweek this week, I had to have the talk. Oh, really? You, like, <laughs> just to confirm that had they, they... Had they already well, thought about it? I don't... Well, David's, of course, still up in none of it. So right. I don't know if Daniel's overseeing the event for gotcha. the two of them. Or, uh-huh. But, yes, on Sunday, it has been confirmed that... Uh, well, he was just going to take uh, his mom golfing, because he knows that she loves to golf so All much. Right. And so... Uh, they were going to do that and then have dinner. So I thought, oh, I'm out. <laughs> Good luck with I, that. I'm out. I can stay home and it's going to be beautiful weather and I'll putter about the house. But no, it seems I'm golfing as well. Right. So uh, so that's what we're doing on Sunday. So at least it'll be covered. It's, listen, with moms, as long as you just acknowledge the day. Yes. Go just to, it, okay, just saying, hey, Ma, happy Mother's Day. Love you. That's fine. It's probably not enough. You got to go and nudge above I think, that. I, I think with dads, you can acknowledge the day solely. Moms, you need to acknowledge uh, with and, a little preparation. And one step up. Yes. Yeah. Look at this as a staircase. You're on the bottom rung there. You say, I love you, Ma. You're uh, not even on the first step. Right. Like, even, just do something. Right. Uh, you know, uh, 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 one rose. To say love. Right. Any, that's an entry level. Gotcha. That she won't cry herself to sleep that night. Yes. Well, I, I think, you know, the point being, moms think about you, like, every day. Every second. So you have to think about them one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so just thinking about them on that one day, probably not enough. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, listen... You know, there are, uh, like dads, there are moms that aren't the best moms ever. And so I could understand that for some, you're like, hmm, no, she's getting nothing from me because I got nothing from her. I get that. But if your mom has even put in a base minimal effort, <laughs> it's still a lot. 
It's still a lot. Now, of course, for me and for many, you know, your mom may have passed. My mom has uh, shuffled off this mortal coil some time ago. But I I still like to acknowledge the day. Okay. So I, I spend it on Pornhub because... <laughs> <laughs> you know, is, your poor mother stepmoms <laughs> anyhow that is on uh, Sunday and you'll be able to enjoy it uh, outside anyhow because it's looking like it's going to be about 15 or so uh, over the weekend 15 uh, today 15 Saturday uh, 14 on Mother's Day look further on in the forecast yeah. though and it's unreal it, uh, by Tuesday we really start to climb 24 Tuesday 27 Wednesday 29 Thursday and then the complaints start. Oh, and they get a punch. <laughs> they get a kick in the pills. <laughs> they, they, yeah. Now, I cut my grass yesterday, and with all the rain we've had, it it looks like Augusta on my front lawn. Right. It, it is lovely. But if we head to 29 by Thursday and it sticks around like that, by the end of May, I'll look like the desert. <laughs> and I think most of us will, because we, when it gets that hot, I mean, I love the hot weather. I'll take it. Bring it on. Bring it on. But uh, we all bail on our lawn care pretty quickly when right. it gets that hot. Well, and once dandelion season hits, mm. you know, I've already seen a couple start to pop up on mine. It's like, oh, oh yeah. my goodness. Although I do have that uh, still that uh, that stuff. The right. Magic, the magic stuff that I have to spray when nobody's looking. Well, I was just saying, get it on before that dog returns. Mm-hmm. Although I think I, um, yeah, the dog's coming back on Monday. Oh, speaking of dogs. So I have this uh, lamp at the end of uh, uh, my lawn right at the sidewalk. Um, and uh, every dog in uh, Durham decided to use it as a pee place. (laughs) And it looks gross because the whole bottom of it is stained with dog urine. (laughs) So Maria's like, well, maybe we should put a little garden around it. That that might help. I said, no, I think they'll just still pee in the garden. Right. Anyhow, so I I looked up, what can I put on this lamppost to stop dogs from peeing on it? And so it said vinegar and cayenne pepper. They don't like the smell of that. Oh. And, of course, once one dog pees on something, the scent of that urine attracts the other dogs, right? So uh, I was like, okay, so I'll I'll give this a shot. So I bought a, a package of, you know, the uh, the dry cayenne pepper, and I, I, we already had a big jug of vinegar, and I took like a gallon drum, and I mixed it, vinegar and cayenne, and I soaked the hell out of that lamppost. So I'm hoping that works. It at least got rid of all the pee stains from the other dogs. That, that's a start. But, I, you know, people are funny with their dogs, and... You're either completely oblivious to the world around you, or you're very aware. Hmm. Like, I... Because we live on a corner, uh, and I, I stand at my window with my shotgun a lot, and uh, people either, you know, they, they won't follow the, the path of the sidewalk, they just randomly right. decide to cut across your lawn, Yes, or they let your their dog poop and pee all over your place, and I've seen some people who haven't picked it up, most do, but, but I would even feel guilty. Like, if I had a dog, I have a stop sign, of course, because again, I'm at the corner. If the dog pees against the stop sign, it's on the boulevard. Okay, it is what it is. Right. But if I had a dog uh, and I was walking it, I would feel even guilty to let it sit there and pee against somebody's lamppost. Hmm. That's on my property. That's on my side. Yeah. You know, take it to a tree. Yeah, I mean, I, I tell you, I don't have a heck of a lot of control of where when he starts going. I guess I can stop him midstream. Well, I would just avoid, if I, I knew, I would avoid that lamp. I would walk around. I'd get. I'd go onto the right. boulevard. I'd walk away from that lamppost. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, that's just me. I'm I'm very kind of 
I think it's probably, probably most people just think, well, other people, other dogs are peeing on it. So that's why mine is. Oh, yeah, you can see the whole thing. It's, you know. Right. I said, every dog in Durham. Yeah. I saw Coop, Coop came by the other day. <laughs> oh, did he? Gave me the finger and peed on the lamppost. If uh, somebody in your life is trying to get you to eat healthier and better and they uh, try to get you to eat like lima beans for protein and you don't want to eat lima beans, here's your out. They can be deadly. Raw lima beans have lethal amounts of cyanide in them. What? But if you cook them thoroughly, they'll be just fine. Okay. But you just know. So I can't. Yeah, I'm not playing around with that. No. Hand me the fries. 11 of the 50 highest scoring players in NBA history hit either zero or one three-pointer in their entire careers. That includes Kareem, Shaq, and Wilt Chamberlain, who hit zero. Yeah, the inside guys. Yeah. I'm re-watching, and don't judge me, I'm re-watching My Wife and Kids. You remember that sitcom from the early 2000s? No. About five seasons. It was very funny. I have fond memories of it because the, the boys, when they were young, loved it. And uh, it was a family sitcom. And uh, it was on Wednesday nights on ABC. And we, for whatever reason, and I can't remember why, it might have been out of pure laziness, but we used to go, the three of us, over to my mother-in-law's on Wednesday night, and we'd have dinner with her. Mm-hmm. We'd hang out, and she'd, you know, see the grandkids, and I'd scoff back a free meal. <laughs> and then we would scurry home for like 8 o'clock, the three of us, and, and watch my wife and kids. And um, I guess Maria must have been working late, or she was at her lover's place. I'm not sure. Um <laughs> She had, a, she had a regular Wednesday. Therapy is taking those details. <laughs> Whatever keeps this marriage together. Uh, we're in it for the kids. So, uh, yeah, so anyhow, the reason I bring that up is because Shaq shows up in a few episodes. Oh, okay. But, I mean, I recognized him right away, but he looks so young. Right. You know, and of course, time has gone on, but he was actually really good, and he's always had a great sense of humor. He's always been a funny guy. Mm-hmm. The word falcon... You know, for the bird. Right. Technically only refers to the females. The males are called tear cells. Okay. Yeah. Didn't know that. Mm. I don't know if they know that. (laughs) I don't think they care. No. Cambodians have the longest average work week. Like, they don't have enough on their plate. Right, yeah. While the Danish have the shortest. Okay. Of course they do. Do we know the the numbers? No. Hmm. Well... Like, how many hours would that be? We say we work an average of 40. Well, we we don't, but others do. <laughs> right. But I think for the most part, it's it's way more than that. Um, so, uh, well, maybe not. With people working at home, I don't think they're working nearly the hours they once did, especially when you, if you consider your drive, a lot of people consider their drive part of their work week. Right. right. Well, I, I think what you'll find, too, is that uh, those who work from home may take a lot more in terms of breaks, mm. but will work different hours, mm. right? They'll go back and log in later after closing time or what it would normally be, mm. uh, but they'll also, you know, take some time during the day and go do what they want to do. Yeah. I think they do whatever they want to do during the day, and I think they still log out at five. But you go with that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Cookie Monster's real first name is Sid. Sid Cookie. Sid Cookie, I guess. I don't know if he has a last name. Maybe Sid Monster. Right. It was revealed in an episode of Sesame Street in 2004. Or maybe he's like Cher. It's just just Sid. Right. In Greece, Portugal, Spain, and most Latin American countries, kids are taught that there are only six continents on Earth. 
North and South America are combined into one continent called the Americas. Oh. Yeah. Wow. We can't agree on anything. No. <laughs> Steely Dan. Do you remember the old band Steely Dan from yeah. the 70s? They're named after a sex toy from the famous novel Naked Lunch. Oh. And Steely Dan was a, a, a vibrator. Of really? Sorts, yes. Okay. And here's something interesting, and uh, you won't be able to forget when you go to the grocery store and you're walking through the produce section the next time you're there. The average banana is larger than the average guy's junk. <laughs> and sometimes shaped the same way. The average banana is between 7 and 8 inches long. The average guy is 5.16 Right, inches. well, that's why we were grabbing bananas to stuff and not snow peas. Right. Right. Yeah. He wanted that appearance. <laughs> I see myself more as a cucumber. <laughs> Before we share this story about a guy who um, started a business catering to the very rich, this story I'm just reading ties into that. There is a, an article I was just reading about a, a woman who went to uh, Disney World, you know, the most happiest place on earth, except not for her. She went with her husband and two kids, and uh, she found out that uh, her husband was cheating on her, uh, but cheating on her with one of the two nannies. Right, they, yes. They took along uh, to help them with the kids at Disney World. <laughs> I feel bad for this woman. Nobody wants to find out their partner is cheating on them. Two nannies right. to help you at Disney World? What do you got to do? You don't have to cook. You don't have to clean. You're in a hotel. Right. Get your ass out of bed and go on rides. Right. And that's too difficult for you? Oh, people make me sick. Two nannies for two kids. I saw it too because the story was that the, it was confirmed by one of the ride cameras. Yes. Like you, you have access to it. You see them uh, after the ride. You go to Wonderland. You get off the ride. You yeah. see it. And I guess you can log in uh, at this particular ride that they were at and look at it online. And mm -hmm. she looked and she saw the husband and nanny on the ride. Getting busy. Too close. Yeah. It was done before the ride was over. Right. Anyhow. So any sympathy I had for her went out the window. Two nannies to go on a vacation. Okay, if you make enough money and you want nannies during the week at home to clean the house, to get the kids ready for school, you're a lawyer, some high-end professional job, you got to go, you don't have time to pour the cereal. I get it. But on vacation, really? <laughs> People make me sick. Um, so, on to more crazy rich people stuff. All right. We've basically hit a point. Uh, where standing in line for rich people is actually a career now. Someone just did a profile on a guy in New York who does it for a living. He started a company a while ago called Same Old Line Dudes, and he's making quite a bit of money at it. He realized there was a big market in New York back when Hamilton tickets yeah. were a huge deal. I think I remember reading this with Hamilton a few years ago. And uh, so at some point, they were going for as much as $15,000. But uh, you could still get them at face value in the morning if you waited in line. So he started charging 5000 to get two tickets. Wow. Well, he says, look, I put some effort in it. We it would yeah. require camping out for a few days prior. So that's about a 1000 bucks a day, he said. Uh, and people with lots of money were paying for his service. Because, of course, if the tickets were going to be fifteen grand, they can get them for five off of him. Yeah. Then why not? 
Now his company offers line sitters for all sorts of things, including concerts, sporting events, or even just waiting in line for, like, the newest iPhone. I don't think this is anything new. It's actually probably reverting, right? Because back in in the real days of, of physical tickets and scalpers, mm. when tickets would go on sale to big concerts, you had to wait in line at you know, Sunrise Records or mm-hmm. Sam the Record Man, you know, there would be people paying others to wait in line for mm-hmm. that. And I remember... Is it Jay's playoff tickets or Leafs tickets? That, that there were scalpers or basically scalping companies that were paying people who were you know homeless or or, or just looking for any kind of work to, yeah. to sit in line, paying line sitters basically. Well, I know a nanny that needs a new gig. <laughs> I guess she can go do this. <laughs> Look who joins us, Ted Reader for Helinda's Meats. Teddy, it's Mother's Day this Sunday, so let's do something uh, nice for Ma, shall we? Let's do a barbecue for her. Well, first, the, the first thing you need to do for mother for Mother's Day is one, clean your room. <laughs> okay, are you, ta- are you talking directly to your kids there? <laughs> Make your beds. All right, yeah. take a shower, vacuum. All right, yeah. do some laundry. Help out around the house. Those are the first things you should do for Ma for Mother's Day, and then cook her a fantastic meal. Right. And when we get to the meal, Ted, it should be uh, no fuss for mom whatsoever, right? Like everything nice and simple and uh, not leaving a cleanup. So what are we, what, what should we be grilling? Well, uh, if you don't want to clean up, then order takeout. Right. <laughs> right. And, uh, but, you know, cook something that your, your, your mom uh, would love to eat. What's her favorite thing? Uh, for me, my mother always loves a great piece of fish. So I'd be grilling her a little bit of salmon. Mm. And uh, she might even like that to be pan fried, so I might do it in a cast iron pan, and then uh, and then just pan sear it in butter, finish baking it in the oven because that would be the easiest thing to do for her because that's the way she likes it. Mm-hmm. Squeeze a lemon, a little bit of fresh dill, and my ma's a super 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 happy lady. Now, if your your mom is a meat eater, uh, I would go the beef tenderloin route. Oh yeah, but you got to really love your ma for that. Right. That's an expensive <laughs> cut. <laughs> yes, beef tenderloin, prime rib, all of those things would be great for mom. But you got to love her extra, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, no. if you don't, if you don't like her so much, you can get a, a frozen burger. <laughs> a little bit of surf and turf action is always nice. You know, some grilled jumbo shrimp or some big big scallops topped off on uh, on a little bit of beef tenderloin, lightly seasoned, maybe with some bone dust steak spice. And then on a hot grill, cook it to a nice uh, rare to medium rare and give that to mom. She'll be very, very happy. Well, moms are also one to push the vegetables, so uh, so we should probably come up with something for a side on the grill, Ted. A side, I would go down the, the route of uh, a smoked uh, head of cauliflower. Oh, so you'll go to the grocery store and you'll buy the world's most expensive head of cauliflower, <laughs> currently coming in and probably somewhere between four ninety nine and eight hundred dollars, yeah. <laughs> and uh, somewhere in there. And and you take that and you you rinse the whole head under cold water, put it into a bowl, cover it with a piece of plastic, and put it in the microwave for about six to eight minutes, depending on the size of the head. Okay. Pull it out and let it cool. And take off the plastic, plastic, drain the water, and let it cool. And then season it up. 
I like to take a little bit of uh, mayonnaise and brush that all over the whole head of cauliflower. Mm. And then season it. I use a little bit of my bone dust steak spice, but you could put salt, pepper, lemon pepper, whatever you want, a little curry powder, little jerk seasoning, whatever you feel like. And then into a hot grill, uh, 350 to 425 degrees, lid closed, indirect, and let it cook and get a little bit of smokiness from that charcoal coming through. It'll be super, super tender. Have a nice hint of uh, char flavor on it. And then cut it into quarters. If you'd like, you can put a little bit of uh, drizzle, a little butter over top of it, some fresh herbs, or you can nap it with a little bit of a cheese sauce. And that'll give you a great, uh, a great cauliflower. Oh, that's excellent, Ted. Or you, we could do just as you said at the beginning of this and just order in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just order in. But, yeah. you know, Ma's also like really great cheeseburgers. So, sure. you know, make something tasty that everybody enjoys and they can sit around and have a great family dinner, dinner and celebrate mom. But really, every day is Mother's Day. So be nice to your mom, 365. Make your bed. And plus, that's you, it. Make your bed. Do your laundry. And if you if you serve her a cheeseburger, she can uh, ruin the shirt you bought her as a gift <laughs> for Mother's Day. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. All right, Teddy. Thank you so much, pal. Enjoy your Mother's Day at uh, Casa Reader, and to all the mums out there, have a terrific Mother's Day. Teddy, how can people get a hold of you? They want to talk grilling or something nice for Mother's Day. Ah, you're going to find me in the social media world at Ted Grills or at Ted Reader Barbecue the Joint. And by the way. We're opening Thursday, May 19th. That's the opening day set for the joint. Beautiful. We'll be there with Ma. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, pal. Rock Mornings with With Craig Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.